Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Slow Blink Anime Podcast. This is Phil. This is Candace. And today we are talking about episode 76 of My Hero Academia. It's called Infinite 100%. And oh my goodness, this was a good episode. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, I can't, no words to explain how amazing it, so, it is. We were so excited for this all week and we were it's waiting for so it. It's so good. It's so freaking good. And this is going to be a long podcast video we already feel it we already know yeah. we haven't even started but got a lot to say today so much um and we're gonna need some of y'all's help on some of the discussions here because it's some of some parts of it are kind of confusing and i have a feeling we're gonna have to have a little argument here yeah it was, it was like an irrelevant <laughs> part of the, the show too but uh we were really confused about what happened but just a quick yeah. summary of this episode so it's episode 76 uh, it's continue. It's a continuation of Deku confronting Overhaul, and it's the climax of this arc. And this is kind of wrapping up everything. And we also get to see Deku go use his full power of his quirk. And mm-hmm. I do have a question about this later that I need to ask you. Let's see what you think. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, so it's a continuation of Saving Eri, and it starts off with the dragon hero. Froppy, um, Ochaku. 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 Uraraka. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Nejire, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're all up top. Yes. Still fighting that one guy from the. Yes, Nejire is the um one of the top three students of UA. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. She's the the girl. Yeah. Okay, and so in it starts off with them showing that they have caught. The villain, the big villain, the one who turned into this giant yeah. when this whole thing started. Yeah, Rikia, I think that's what his name is. Yeah, Rikia. Yes, 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 yes. Rikia Katsukami is his name. Yeah, so got, they got him handcuffed up there. And then or, all... Well, he's like, remember, he's like um, tied in with this, with his whole body. Yeah, his whole like... body's all confined. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he gets the, 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 drug. the drug activates, the, the one that's been boosting all the quirks. Yeah. And, and then he, so, he busts out and he's able to, he's only able to because his quirk got enhanced and he's able to mm-hmm. suck in the energy from everybody around him. He didn't even have to touch him. The way his quirk works is that he sucks or in, he inhales the life force or the mm-hmm. life energy of everybody around him while, or, but the thing is he has to touch them. Mm-hmm. But with the drug boosting his quirk this time, he doesn't even need to touch him to touch anybody to inhale their life force and so that's what was happening so they thought they got him but then the drug kicks in he just sucks the life of everybody and then so that's like a whole nother ordeal for them that they have to deal with and so the one the, the main people that you know yeah try to stop him was, um, yeah, Ruki is the one that's mainly holding him off, the dragon hero. Yeah, and then uh, Ochako and Froppy are both weak, but they yeah. still get in the fight. And yeah. then Nejire was also fighting. Yes, <clears throat> and it seems like the ones who were least affected by this were Nejire and the dragon hero. Ruki, yeah, yeah. And then so, um, anyway, it it ended up they ended up um, catching him. They have to tie him down or hold him down i mean it was quite a fight but they have to hold him down and then oh. nejire 
was the one who um yeah uh he she used her quirk in to yeah and then they we get that appearance by what's supposedly deku that shows up and tells them that they need help and they told the location of where um overhaul was and that they all needed help and the heroes were trapped down there so that's why um ochako floated everybody up and they that's how they were able to break through the ceiling down there and get to where Deku was, the real Deku was. Because we found out later that that was just Himiko using her quirk mm-hmm. to disguise herself as Deku. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, before we get into the more complicated things, I wanted to kind of just mention Nejire's quirk, and it's called Surge. And it converts her own life force into energy. And then that energy is what she uses to shoot out as a shock wave. And it explained that I, I'm guessing it's not perfected yet. Mm-hmm. Like it's like spiral and that's why it's slower. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but anyway, so that's, that's her core. Yeah, her core is pretty cool. And I think that's what's letting her be able to fly too. Excuse hmm. me. That's what's helping her fly. It's just shockwaves coming out from the bottom. That's pretty cool. That's just what I'm thinking. Because I've always seen her flying when she's been on the screen and in her hero yeah, outfit. Yeah, could be. Okay, so there's there's that. Mm. And the next part is just the, the part that we really needed some help with. Because I was confused about how this happened. So, Himiko and Twice escaped from underground, right? This is what they're explaining. And they escaped with the help of Mr. Compress. Okay, hold on. Was, to, to start off, where are they first? They're underground. They're underground. Yes. Correct. Okay. And then what happened? How how did they come out of that underground? In the anime, Twice said that he made a copy of Mr. Compress. And Ooh. that they used Mr. Compress's quirk to escape out of there from underground. Okay, right. and Mr. Compress, to understand everything, what is Mr. Compress's quirk? It is compressed, so anything he touches, it's in a certain like circular area, gets compressed into <clears throat> a marble. So he has to touch it. Okay. That's his quirk. And so the marble, how do you understand, how did he use the marble? He used the marble to contain... Himiko and twice, or do you think he used the marbles to um, dig a hole up? That's what I was confused because he had two marbles in the anime. Showed two marbles like digging, so I think. And then I had a reference the the manga too. So it looked like he turned. I don't know. I just don't understand. I really don't understand. Because <laughs> in the anime, it made it seem like Himiko and twice were turned into marbles. And they were going through like the tunnel, uh-huh. right? And that's how they escape. And Mr. Compress's quirk, but they didn't really show how he was using the quirk to dig the tunnel or anything. They just showed him on land. Yeah, like from underground, and then they're on land. Yeah, <laughs> but then I looked at the the manga, and it's it was like a little diagram that they showed in the the panel. So they escape through a a tunnel, and it shows twice Mr. Compress and Himiko in like human form. And it showed like circular indentions leading out. So it made it seem like they were all in their human form. And Mr. Compress was just the clone that twice made Mr. Compress was using his quirk like on the ground 
to compress it and dig a tunnel. That's what it seemed like. But in the anime, they made it seem completely different. Like it was the marbles digging down. Yeah, I, I didn't understand. <sighs> yeah, if y'all. But, okay, now hold on. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that you're while you're talking, it's processing in my head. Why? Why would they need Mister Compress Quark to get out of there? Why can't they just? use their own quirk. I mean, they're strong enough to probably punch the wall up or the mm, ceiling up. This It was a lot of ground that they went through because they were really far underground. And they're just, like, Himiko's quirk's not like a powerful quirk. It's just, it's like a skill mostly. And twice is like a skill also. Well, that's true, but why can't twice he could have created somebody like physically strong like why why does he have to use mr compress specific quirk the marbles when he could have created somebody that he knows has a physical power to just punch their way up there like why specifically the marble i don't know you get what i'm saying I guess. Maybe he doesn't know any... Because you remember how he had to have certain specifications? Maybe he didn't know anybody that was powerful enough. I'm pretty sure he had met so many villains out there that, you know, he could use... There's others. not really a power quirk in the, the League of Villains. It's just... Or yeah. even heroes that he had met. But he would have to know, like, very specific. How is he going to oh. get that information? That is... That's, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's what we were confused about. If y'all have any, if y'all understood that better than we did, we'd really appreciate y'all letting us know. Because the way, the way I understood it, the way I understood it is that, okay, so Himiko and Twice are underground. Okay. Right? So Twice, I don't know, for some reason they can't dig themselves up. So here comes twice he thinks of mr compress and then so he then creates a clone of mr compress yes so now this clone of mr compress uses his marbles to shrink both of them to shrink twice and shrink himiko and then while he's carrying the two of them as a marble as two marbles, he then goes, digs his way up, and then when yeah. they got up on the surface, he releases them on the surface. Yeah, but the only thing about that was why would he need to turn them into marbles while he was digging? Maybe he's a he's in his full form digging, right? So they could just be behind him. Why would they need to be turned into marbles? Maybe it's less. Um, what do you call it? Like it's just. It's easier to move around when there's less people. And then, like what you said, both of their quirks are more like skills rather than, you know, breaking stuff. And so... Yeah, but Mr. Conference was bigger than both of them. No, but I mean, but he's by himself. Yeah. You know, like, it's easier to move when you're by yourself than you're carrying two other people behind you. I mean, he's not doing anything. He's just digging. He's up front digging. 
Well, like, well, that's what I was confused too, because I thought about that. Why would he need to turn them into marbles? They could just be behind them. It doesn't matter how far behind they are, as long as he's ahead of them. They just follow the path too. Well, See what I'm saying? Maybe. I think it's just uh, he just helped them escape, like the the very first way I explained it. He was behind. They were behind him, and he was using the quirk to make the tunnel. And they just the way they explained it in the anime was just really fast, and they didn't go into depth. I don't know. If y'all if y'all want to look at what I'm looking at, it's chapter one fifty six. It's page seven or eight, depending where you're reading it. But it's it's like the the middle of the the page. It shows you the diagram where he's they're they're in all human form. From what I can tell from the diagram that the how twice is explaining it. <laughs> I don't so that's what I'm going with. Um, but please correct us if we're wrong. Definitely correct us. I just need some clarification. <laughs> yeah. Like I just want enlightenment. Somebody's got to know. I somebody's got to explain it better than we do. Somebody's got to, you know, um, have watched it multiple times or have read it and they understood better than how my freaking yeah. brain works. Yeah. Anyway. That was our dilemma that we were having. We watched it for like 30 minutes, the same part of the anime, and we were talking about this ahead of time, but we still couldn't figure it out. But anyway, let's just keep going. <laughs> oh my gosh. So okay. we're back at Deku with Overhaul. They're down, uh, they're down in that basement area, and they're still fighting, and uh, Overhaul knocks Aerie up and himself up, and they're both on that platform, and Deku's jumping up towards them, and then we get that... Um, I thought it was really emotional for Aerie, this whole part, because she's kind of torn between whether she's going to go back with uh, Chisaki and kind of just try to help everybody and be just stay under him and be the good girl that he wants to be, mm-hmm. or kind of like go against him and let herself be helped by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because I know during the whole time she was struggling after that whole encounter with Deku and Mirio in the alley, she kept thinking about Deku and how his embrace really comforted her. Mm-hmm. So that's all she was thinking about. And then also, when they got shot up in the air in that pillar, Mirio's cape got shot up there too. And that, you can see, you could hear her talking and hearing Mirio's voice, how he was going to be her hero and take care of her. And that just, I think that helped her make the decision because both of her, like the two people that first wanted to help her and cared for her were right there reaching out to her is what she saw. Yeah, and so she finally decided, you know what? I'm going to go with these two people. I yeah. want their warmth. Yeah. I want their care, so I'm going to let them help me. Mm-hmm. And in turn, she, along the way, she was also helping mainly Deku. Really yeah. Deku. And so she finally, finally went with them. She literally made the jump to go with <laughs> <laughs> are you okay yeah. so well at that point when the ground was falling apart and Deku was desperately trying to reach to Eri, mm-hmm. you know all the stuff that you've already said it's just like a very warm heartwarming wo- moment mm-hmm. it's like especially with the music that was playing too <laughs> like the really it was thinking. really emotional music it's like that's that's like the turning point for Aerie of her mm-hmm. becoming independent. Mm-hmm. 
releasing herself herself from the chains. Yeah. And so as soon as she jumped to go to Deku, and as soon as Deku hugged her real tight and not letting go of her, that's the moment that we know no, nobody's gonna let go of Eri, and Eri's not gonna let go mm. of him. And it was just, it's the best thing ever. Okay, so, um, and that's when we get that. Um, along uh, with, with along with that, so we got Eri and Deku re- reunited together. Mm-hmm. But now Chisaki's trying to shoot down on them, and he's just trying to get Deku. Mm-hmm. Well, he's trying to get Eri, so he's trying to get Deku to get Eri, and so Deku was becoming very desperate, and so he's trying to escape. But I guess he's not having enough power. And then because of his desperation, I guess because he knew that that moment, Ares, Ares with him in his arms, he had to do everything that he yeah. that he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's when we see something amazing. Mm-hmm. That's when uh, all Chisaki's attacks like just kind of whiffed and Deku just disappears. And then we get that huge shockwave of like the air pushing everything around. And like everybody was just down there, and it like opened up that space, and then we just see Deku, way up high in the air with uh, holding Aerie, and he's just freaking out, like, "How did I get up here?" And so he was unaware. This is just yeah. him. This is his own body telling him, yeah. "Do everything you can to get out of that situation." And so he's in the air, and he re- he re- he realizes that he unawarely used his hundred yeah. percent quirk. Yeah, because he was comparing it to All Might's New Hampshire smash. Mm-hmm. That's like the like the damage it was doing. It so he, was like the New Hampshire smash is he, when he explained it. It's like it's when All Might propels himself upwards. Yeah, and that's what he did. That's how powerful the move is. Yeah, it can propel him backwards. And so backwards. Oh, well, he used it he, backwards, and how All Might was using it. Okay, so um, <clears throat> and so so he's thinking his. Like before, how when he would use 100%, his body would just get torn apart. Okay, so he was so like, my legs, that, my legs destroyed. At that point, <laughs> when you when you saw that, what were you thinking? Because I know for sure, for me, I know that, oh my gosh, how is he going to land? Somebody has to catch them because his limbs are gone for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you were thinking at that time, but I was worried about them. Well, I had mentioned it before that I had read this arc. Ahead of, but it's been a, it's been a while since I read it, so I already mm. knew, I already knew the main so, point of what was going to so happen. So there's no conversation here. Anymore. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you explain. <laughs> you could, you could tell your thoughts, but I knew, I knew reading that the first time, it was very, like I thought he was just going to tear his body apart, to, like how he was before, and just deal with the consequences. Because mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't the type of person that just let Chisaki <clears throat> get away with whatever he was doing. He was going to protect her no matter what. So, I swear to God, I thought somebody's going to catch them. Uh-huh. Somebody has to, because his Who'd legs are gone. Just somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who, but somebody there. has to. And so, here they come. Deku's landing. But he lands safely. He lands on his feet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And so, my first thought was, Aerie. Uh-huh. It has to be Aerie. Eri's the only person that he's she's 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 very close with Deku like physically close nobody else around them can help so who else could have helped him Eri 
And so that's when we get explanation of what Aries' quirk is all about. And what was her quirk? It was, uh, Chizuki described it as a, she can rewind time. That's how she described He described it. And so... So he was... The whole time Deku was destroying his body using the... Like, for that kick to get up there, all that happened was Eri used her quirk and healed Deku right away as soon as... Even before he could feel the pain, is what he said. He was... I mean, from what I understood, she did not really heal Deku. She reversed the damage. And so... She and the way they explain is that she, the way her quirk works is that she reverses destruction from how I'm kind of she can reverse anything. It. So she can reverse any, yeah. Oh yeah, she can reverse anything. Because so she, she could like even reverse mutations in DNA. Yeah, what like, they describe it because that's how they. Yeah. So she reversed Deku's injuries. Bone, yeah, injuries yeah. and damages, and then but the problem now is, Aries still young and unable to control this quirk and so Chisaki had mentioned that Aries going to keep reversing your body mm-hmm. and then it's so dangerous that it, it can reverse you it can make you go back to turn you back to almost nothing yeah so I think he said turn you back into an ape that's what he said that's like one like of that. his exactly, like <laughs> Aries, Aries quirk is so unique that a human, it's po- it's almost it's possible for a human to go back to being an ape. Yeah, and I think it helped us understand that more because I think right before that, we get that explanation about how we found out what Aries' quirk was when she found out when she was little, because she her dad touched her and he disappeared, like all that was left was his clothes. Yeah. And uh, we see that the yakuza boss was describing it to Chisaki how the her Aries mom abandoned her and he was just saying how Chisaki's quirk was similar to Aries quirk and we understand how like the, the extreme of what it can do how it can just make a person just disappear completely yeah but then that's how we also learned that Chisaki was doing all these experiments on her mm-hmm. and like horrible experiments you could tell because he knew what the quirk could do and he was kind of taking advantage of that. Yeah, and we saw how he was, how literally he was cutting Eri. Yep, in that scene. Every time, so basically, every time Chisaki cuts Eri, Eri repairs herself. Mm-hmm. And so she reverses the damage that was done yep. to her. And so that's, And then he did more experiments, and then he discovered more and more things. And then that's that's when on that flashback we kind of get um, the idea of what Chisaki's plan was mm-hmm. um, for the yakuza. And then he he kind of describes it himself too, right? How what the whole thing with the drug was? Yeah. Because and then we were kind of seeing it unfold in the anime too. How he was gonna distribute the unfinished version of the drug first. And kind of get all the the bad guys excited and send it all out to them. Yeah, make the heroes fearful of the drug. Yeah. And then once he's get the finished one, he'll sell that, and then other weapons to the the villains. Is what he said. And then he he's gonna dangle the serum. He's gonna like the cure for it, and he's gonna sell yeah. that to the the heroes. Yeah, it's like it's like basically. 
He's basically trying to play chess here where he has all the pawns mm -hmm. controlled. And then he he's trying to do this mind game yeah. to everybody. He's like, got it set up where the where the Yakuza, no matter which side loses or which side wins, he would be on top. And he described it as him having a monopoly on this whole... He'd be... Oh, he did? Yeah, he I would... that part. He would be in control of everything because he would have all the money from both sides. He would be probably influencing, especially the, the villain side, and they wouldn't be able to really go against anything they needed him to do, either one, because if a villain had the quirks removed from important heroes he's and got he, the cure for it and, then and he, he's, same for the he, he did say himself that this is like he's doing this to show everybody who's the boss mm -hmm. and so he's basically wanting to prove that they're the strongest and that that everybody else need to watch out for them yeah and need to probably obey them and this strings from like further back from episodes before how it mentioned the heroes mentioned how the yakuza really weren't as prevalent like they weren't um evil groups anymore they were just kind of they weren't seen as villains is what they were saying and they kind of lost power in the underworld so after the the grandfather the yakuza boss brought in chisaki he kind of wants to prove himself and make himself worthy of and showing his thanks and appreciation for bringing him in so he's trying to find a way anything he can do to really bring up the yakuza's um a reputation, reputation. yeah right bring it all back and then we get the that scene where he's talking about he's talking to the yakuza with the grandfather mm -hmm. about his plan with airy do you remember that yeah like how he's going to and, manipulate airy and, and that Frank. was just go ahead and yeah <laughs> no that was just it shows you like we knew he was a like a bad dude but he really didn't care at all like there was no human, like sympathy or empathy for Ari as a, a human being. Cause what did uh, what did he say? Not really for anybody, because the the, yeah. the boss had to remind him yeah. that Ari is a human being. Yeah, he said that girl is a person. Does that mean nothing to you? Yeah. That's what that's what he, he said. Did, he did say that. And that was just even the yakuza boss said that to him, like one of the leaders of the underground world. And that just shows you how kind of messed up he was. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was his... Yeah. I don't know how... Is, was it the environment that he got put into? Where he just needed to prove himself? Because he was... I'm not sure. I'm I really feel not like sure. part of it is just his nature. And part mm -hmm. of it... I guess grow, growing up in a Yakuza environment. Thinking that mm -hmm. Yakuza is supposed to be... The strong people, the leaders of mm -hmm. everything. And he's trying to keep that reputation. Yeah. And so when everything was going downhill for Yakuza, he's trying to bring back how it's supposed to be yeah. for them. Mm -hmm. But again, the boss didn't agree. So what did he do when he disagreed yeah, with that, him? That's how we found out how... The boss got in, got bedridden and got sick because Chisaki deconstructed him to make him ill. Make him ill enough to be on a comatose, yeah. but not ill enough for him to die. Yeah. 
So he had he he controlled it a bit to where yeah. he can repair him back. That way, when he accomplishes all of his goals, he's gonna wake him up again, and then he's gonna show the boss all the achievements that he'd made. And so he mm-hmm. basically wants to prove the boss that it's possible to do. He can make it mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. And so that's what's happening now with with the boss yeah. and the backstory behind it. Yeah. But, and, uh, but back to the, the presence with Overhaul, he just absorbed, um, he absorbed his um, com- companion, I can't remember his name. He absorbed him and he got the huge power up where he had all those arms and he just got into like this monster type form where mm-hmm. his his upper body was just hanging out the the top of the the beast. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that reminded you. Remember that uh, it's in the first part of the Naruto anime where Gara turns into like the Shukaku form after the tuning mm-hmm. exam, and Gara's just hanging out the top. Okay, that, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> well, it just made me think of that. I don't remember that as as much, but I guess so. Yeah, the the one tail, the beast, whenever, and the Naruto's fight him. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we get the he gets hugely powered up right there, and then he's that's when uh, they're talking about Aries' quirk and how Chisuke was describing it as a curse. Everybody else was describing Everybody, it as a curse. Yeah, and how Everybody dangerous his, it was. I mean, uh, Aries' family, parents. Thought that she's a curse. Her quirk is a curse. Um, and then Eri comes into this Yakuza family. And she's like, he just calls it a, a curse as well. And so she grew up knowing that or thinking that basically her whole identity is a curse. And so with that being said, Deck over here becomes the knight in shining armor. Mm-hmm. And then he... When he when he knew what Aries' quirk is, he said that it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And then we see Aries' tears. Yeah, because that's probably the first person to ever <laughs> say anything like that to her in her life. Yeah, and then so Deku said, it's a blessing. Will you help me out? Mm-hmm. Will you use your quirk on me? Mm-hmm. And so finally, somebody that wanted her, wanted, or tr- wanted her... And trusted her with everything that she has. And then mm-hmm. that's when it was just so heartbreaking. Yeah. But so we see that beautiful woman. And so Deck over here is starting to... He, he, he figured how it happened. How his limbs are so fine. Mm-hmm. And so when he figured that out, he told Eri to help him out. And then maybe if, um, since Aerie cannot control her quirk, he thinks that all he has to do is keep making, is keep damaging his own body. Mm -hmm. And then it'll keep working. He said sustain it at a greater rate than the rewind. That's what he said. Yeah. So So that was, was I know how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But, But Chisake over there is, he keeps saying that. He's done extensive research on Aerie and Aerie's quirk that nobody else can understand how to use Aerie mm-hmm. and how to use her quirk the proper way. And then Chisaki 
It was kind of like warning Deku that you don't know how her quirk works, so don't be an idiot. But anyways, but Deku still, you know, we, we know Deku. He, he does what he wants. Mm-hmm. And then so Deku went to Super Saiyan. He's full cow, 100%. With his blue hair, everything, looking strong. Yeah. So 100%. And he kicks Overhaul straight up into the sky. And then so what he did, <laughs> what we saw was this big... Multiple punches on Chisaki. Remember the golden punches that yeah. we saw? Uh-huh. And then after those punches, this one big strong punch that finishes Chisaki. Mm-hmm. And then Chisaki's down. And we see Deku winning. And then all throughout this, who's, um, Froppy, Night Eye, and Uraraka are all watching. And so Night Eye witnessed the future that can be changed. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you look confused? No, because I, it was really that whole fight, it, it seemed really short, didn't it? That whole conclusion, that whole, it was like probably a minute, the whole thing. Yeah, well. But, yeah, but when you think about it, they've been fighting mm-hmm. all this time. So this is like the ending of the whole mm-hmm. entire fight. And it was it was really powerful because you could see the way he was moving in the air and how he was still holding on to Aerie and not letting her go. And her power was just running on Max and he was running on Max also. And he was able to maneuver. It looked like he was almost flying in the air and going faster than everything. And he was destroying Chizuki's quirk the reconstruction faster than he can reconstruct things and you can see like all the arms and all the whole the parts of his body were just just a it didn't matter how massive or powerful he was because Deku was definitely overpowering and then that scene where he was about to punch him you could see all the electricity and the power Mm -hmm. in the punch and then as soon as he was about to hit I don't know if it was that smile the way he was smiling it seemed kind of like like he, like he. This is this is my power, and I'm showing you what I can do. Wait, what? Like right, right before he punched Chisaki, you could see it in his face, even in the eyes too, because he's like, "You're never gonna touch this girl again." Mm-hmm. And you can see how they all just crash to the ground, and the whole time, Night Eyes, like you said, was narrating it. He's like, and then uh, he was watching this entire watching, time, and he's like, "This is where Deku will be dead, and Chisaki escapes." And he couldn't believe it himself because I guess before all of the future that he's seen had come true. Mm-hmm. Every but, time. but this time, the future that he had seen for himself and Deku was supposed to be, both of them were supposed to be dead. But he sees Deku on his feet and then Chisaki on the ground, not moving at all. And then so he thought to himself, well, crap. Maybe we might just be able to change the future. And what were your thoughts when Night Eye was saying those words? It was it was crazy because he was, the way he said it, he was like, I did not see this future. Because he was just so... It wasn't that he was upset that he didn't see this future, but he was given hope yeah. through Deku. Because if this future can be changed that I saw, does that mean other things that I've seen before can be changed? And it's just like... He's like, I didn't see this. Like, he got so excited and hopeful. 
and it's ended up being the the student that he had so much disdain for at the beginning and how he wasn't deserving of this uh, All Might's quirk. That's the person that brought this hope back to Night Eye's life. And it was just, I got that feeling too when I was listening to it because I got really excited and just seeing how how much it filled his heart to see that. Like you could see he wanted to cry too. Like <laughs> It was just such a powerful moment. What what was running my mind was maybe we can cure all might. Mm, I'm, sh- I'm sure that's what he was thinking too. That was, that was the only and the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. That night I might have been thinking. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that he's really worried about. That's the main reason why he doesn't want to use his quirk. Yeah. Is because he doesn't want to see anybody else die again. Mm-hmm. Like how All Might is supposed to die in his vision. Mm-hmm. And so when when the panel was on Night Eye and he was saying all those things, the first thing I thought of, can we cure All Might? Mm-hmm. And prevent the vision of him dying. And that that was the only thing that was running in my head. And you know what I just thought of? What? What about uh, Aries Court? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. It's all because of yeah. Aries. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yes. I thought that's what... <laughs> yeah, this is where I stopped reading. So I don't know anything else that happens. But that's exactly... You're right. It's absolutely right. I thought you were reading. No, I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> it was, I didn't know. It's it's it was Ari. It's Ari's basically the answer to everything oh that gosh. they've been asking for. Yeah. And I mean, plus you know, Deku helping out. I mean, this is like, this is like, um, it's not just Ari. It a lot of people have to contribute on it because if Deku didn't keep pursuing. Chisaki mm-hmm. or fighting for Eri, then it really probably would have come true. But because Deku persisted and it made Eri's mind change, that's how we can turn things. And Eri is the answer to probably the answer to curing All Might mm-hmm. is reversing the damages that's in All Might's body. That makes so much sense. <laughs> oh my goodness! I thought you've been. I thought. <laughs> No, this is like the last thing I read. <laughs> oh my goodness. And you've read the manga. Yeah. Read- well, this is like the last thing I read right here. This is, I haven't seen, I don't know anything else that happens. Like, once I saw this, I was like, I need to watch this. I to, I'm just going to wait. No, but. Yeah, because as soon as they explained Aries' quirk, how it works, everything that was running in my head was, we can cure All Might. We can cure All Might. We can't even cure. Deku's limbs every time he fights. Yeah. If she knows how to control the quirk. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like another problem. Her learning to control her quirk. Yeah. Um, that was that was such a good episode. But you're right. That was that makes so much sense. <laughs> but um just to kind of wrap this up, I got a question for you and a question for everybody also. And I wanna know what you think. So the it explained in the episode that this was a hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. So is this a hundred percent like I'm as powerful as All Might now, or is this a hundred percent of the Deku <clears throat> right now at this strength? The, what do I you feel think? like it's the Deku right now if he's yeah. strength. Cause if you compare 
it to All Might. There's just a whole bunch of differences because All mm-hmm. Might, you know, physically, without even using their quirks, you know, just physically, All Might has been training all this time. He's been yeah. a pro hero all these years. Yeah. He has all these experiences in Deku. I mean, he's physically strong without the quirk, but he can always improve his own physical strength. And then that will contribute to his 100% quirk. You know, so I feel mm-hmm. like it's 100% Deku right now. Not, it's, I don't think it's equivalent to All Might just yet. That's what I think too. That's what I think. And I think once we get Deku training and after years of actual practice with a quirk, I think he's going to be even more powerful than All Might because uh, that's what the the main basis of the quirk is. It's power accumulation when passing it down. He has to because, yeah. you know, when the first episodes of this anime, well, maybe, yeah, the first the first episode, I think the whole first season of this anime, in the intro he said, like, this is a story of how I became the greatest hero. Mm-hmm. And so he had surpassed yeah. everybody, even All Might. Yeah. And so right now we are just seeing the process of him growing yep. to become the greatest hero mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I think that's what you said—the strength. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> as he is right now, that's not what just I think. not just the physical strength, like the mental too. Like, yeah, he's not mentally ready. At I mean, all thinking, either. thinking rationally, thinking what to do next. Because right now he's he's kind of like just impulsive. Very impulsive. You know, I think this is what we should do. I'll go for it. Mm-hmm. No need for none of these. He doesn't think ahead plans. at all. Yeah. yeah. And so, and just, you know, analyzing the situation and all that stuff, he still have a lot to improve that can contribute to his, you know, 100% court. But I think that's it. Yeah, it was a really great episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was, We've been saying that the past few ones. It was so good. It's It's been the best. Yeah, it's been the yeah. best. And so the next episode, we had a little teaser it's like everybody recuperating yeah. from all the damages and healing through all the um, injuries it's that all, they gained, repairing the city back. Yeah, it's all the aftermath of this this battle. Yeah. And I'm really, they kind of teased how they were gonna talk to Mirio because oh, yeah. I'm really I'm really interested how they're gonna. Airy probably can be yeah. used to. Bring back Mirio. Maybe in the future, but remember they don't haven't even developed the cure yet. Yeah. From what uh, from what I understood, they might have, but maybe sh- maybe they have talked about it and Ari heard it and maybe she can give some insight on what what yeah. they were you know how how they wanted the cure to be made and then maybe it, it'll help give them some ideas on yeah. how it is made and um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll see. We'll see next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you all for listening to us. Please hit like and subscribe. And um, we also have a Facebook and Twitter and Instagram account. Go follow us and then listen to our podcast, to all of our podcasts. Yep, all that is linked below in the yep. comments and yep. in the description. We'll see you on the next episode.